0: Hello and welcome to the film room on this episode, we are covering Terrifier 2 and we have Seth Redomar, Don Wayne Gacy, and my good friend Taylor joining me on this pod. We've got a foursome and I am so excited to dig into this terrifying film. How you doing fellas? Excellent. Good as always.
1: Terrified.
2: Excellent.
0: Awesome. Yeah. So this, this obviously this film has been something we've been talking about for a while. We, we covered terrifier with Keller and and Seth on the podcast a while back. And then on subsequent episodes, we talked about covering the second one. And, uh, now, now we're finally here. And I, I, this is my second time watching it. Definitely harder to watch it the second time through, because it's not all brand new stuff. And it's a pretty brutal film. Um, so why don't you guys just. You know what? This might be kind of fun. Can we use just one word? One word to describe this film. I'll have Donnie go first. Oh, man. Uh, cringeworthy. That works with a hyphen in, in, in between. Is that a. Uh, kind of a. One word,
1: but. <laughs> okay. Uh, Taylor. <laughs>
3: uh Nasty. I like that, Sethry. I've been thinking about this, and my word is disappointing. Oh, uh
2: huh.
3: Hot take. I would say
0: disturbing. Nah. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was quite disturbing. So, um, I think I think a lot of people are like interested in in your overall t- and I mean all of our takes, but obviously you, Seth, because you had such a theatrical response to the first film um and it's been kind of a build-up to this one so why don't you kind of why don't you expand on the disappointing or maybe just give your overall thoughts on on terrifier 2 well i'll
3: tell you what i watched it just today and i was expecting to just want to go i mean don't get me wrong there were some parts of this where i was like holy shit but i thought they would have taken it further I was really expecting something to disturb me mentally. Like, oh my God, I can't leave. I mean, mean, there were the parts, but I don't know. It just wasn't as much as I thought it would have been. I actually was able to watch it without any... I was eating while I watched this thing. Oh. (laughs) Oh. I was eating jerky for fuck's sakes. Oh jeez. <laughs> I don't know. I mean I'm interested to hear you guys' stuff, so I'll pass it on to Matt and
0: Yeah, sure. Um yeah, I mean honestly I still think it's like a pretty well made film for its budget. I mean we'll get into the budget in the box office and everything. Like overall it's a pretty good quality film for what it's trying to be. Um, without getting into too many details before we you know, get into the characters and key scenes, uh, the plot, like, it seemed like there were kind of like two different plots going on. And one was like very like convoluted and maybe that'll get cleared up in like a sequel. But, uh, another problem that I had with this film is that, uh, it definitely didn't need to be two hours and 20 minutes long. That, Mm -hmm. that is like insane for a slasher film, especially one that's this brutal. Um, so I definitely felt like I needed to go to church the, the next day after after watching this. No, it wasn't as bad as the first one. What about you, Taylor? What are your overall thoughts?
1: Well, I, I hadn't seen the first one, so I guess I don't have that to compare to for how brutal it was, but I would say it's... I, I would think this is the most like over-the-top, gruesome movie that I've watched. The only only other one that I've seen that kind of compares to it would be that uh, Winnie the Pooh movie, but that was an absolutely horrible movie. It was like literally the only thing about it was that they just made it brutal, but it, I mean, it was... I think it was disturbing. I don't... I guess I would have been fine eating during it, but as long as I didn't have <laughs> like, a bowl of spaghetti or something. Oh. <laughs> but it was... Uh, it definitely yeah, felt really long, and... The one thing that like, I kept noticing, I was like, I don't know how these people are still alive when they'd be getting tortured. Like, they would survive, like, having their entire body ripped apart. So maybe there's some explanation of that that you know of, something involving <laughs> magic or something.
2: Yeah. Donnie? Um, I don't know, like, Seth said, I mean, I don't know, overall, I don't know if it was quite as brutal as the first. I mean, it's still quite brutal. I don't think I could have ate during it, though. There were a few times where I was having to kind of turn away a little bit. So it's it's not been been very... It's been a while since I've had something like that. I mean, like I talked about in It, when they had the hair coming out, when there's stuff like that, it kind of gets to me. But there are a couple scenes where I was like, boy, is this almost over? And yeah, the the length of it was kind of a little a little over the top and it probably almost led into a third one with it practically with that much time but yeah definitely I I, I agree I think we all kind of have similar uh,
0: similar takes on uh, the film here uh, somebody uh, using the bathroom or
3: <laughs> <laughs> no? sorry my surround sound kicked off for some reason sound like you're in a <laughs> space chamber Dude, was that Seinfeld like,
2: <laughs> kicking on <laughs> <laughs> no but i i did think about watching it a second time but i just i don't know i just couldn't do it i don't know if i'll be able to watch it again i don't know It just kind of sits with me kind of like uh hostile and yeah some of the saw i'm like i can see him once but like seth has said in the past that brutalization to people is just not my cup of tea nope
0: I I totally agree. Um all right guys, well, let's let's get into some other stuff before we start breaking down the film. So besides this film, has anybody seen any movies worth mentioning in like the horror realm? Uh Donnie?
2: Uh ironically, I actually just late last week I started it'd been forever since I'd watched The First Friday the 13th. So I ended up actually watching all the way up to Number nine watched them in series and contemplating watching Jason X, but might have to just complete it and then Freddie and Jason, but um, I guess as far as horror that's that's about it huh well that's uh
0: that's definitely a hefty amount. I don't even think I've watched that much in the month of October, so
3: uh, uh, Seth, what about you? Uh honestly I haven't had a lot of time to watch movies as of late. As you know, my job is seasonal and we just got snow, so we're getting as much done as possible. So I really haven't had time, but now I have nothing but time all winter to dive into just about everything I I want to. Nice. Well yeah, you got some some movies to check out then. Taylor? Oh,
1: yeah. Uh say Really, the only horror stuff I've seen lately was uh, my girlfriend was watching... Uh, she was watching all the paranormal activities from the beginning. <laughs> and she made it through like six in two days, and I think I ended up getting... I only came down... I would like step out to watch a little bit of each one, so I probably watched a full paranormal activity combined with the six of them. Otherwise, yeah, I, haven't, yeah, I haven't seen really too much lately. I started... um. That that new one with the vampire on that ship—I can't remember what it's called at the moment. Oh, uh,
0: Demeter. Yeah, oh.
1: Demeter. I don't know if that one. I guess it's kind of a horror movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. But that one kind of bored me. I only got about a quarter way through it, and then fell asleep. So <laughs> can't really <laughs> review that one. <laughs> so no, not really.
0: Yeah, I mean, for me, I—I I mean, I think this is our fourth episode we're putting out this month so really the movies that i've watched are the ones that i'm reviewing so obviously the collector friday 13th part 2 halloween 2 and then the film that we're discussing today besides that i've been in the editing process i've been busy with work and a bunch of other stuff so i really haven't had time to sit down and watch any other uh horror movies but um i'm sure I'll, i'll watch some some more this coming this coming winter there's one that i do want to go into the theaters i think it comes out in like two or three weeks it's eli roth's uh thanksgiving have you guys heard about that one? Oh,
2: oh i've seen trailers so yeah i kind of want
0: nope. to i kind of want to go to that one you should see taylor you should see if uh grace would want to go to that
1: i could uh toss the a
2: deal it'll be a good time so all right guys Hey, Matt, just so I know, you guys heard I watched all nine Friday 13s? Yeah, we heard that. Okay. <laughs> I, well, I just want to make sure you knew I put all that <laughs> yeah, time into that cool, series. Buddy, we heard that. Uh, I did watch, there's also a show on Netflix called 28 Days of Haunt. Okay. And it's where these investigators go into these haunted places and stay there for 28 days following. A, kind of the ritual that those the two investigators for the conjuring series they're actual people and they would do that they said that was the best way to clear a house so that was a kind of gift for an interesting series so
0: yeah that sounds pretty cool i'll have to check that out or something all right guys you know that this is a tradition on the film room podcast before we get into the film fellas what the fuck are we drinking tonight donnie um,
2: I ended up making myself a bulldog.
1: I love it, Taylor. I'm drinking a peach lemonade sparkling, nice, zero sugar, nothing with wrong with like that. Vitamin C accidents.
0: <laughs> and uh, Seth Riedamer. I'm having a Morgan cloudy. I like it. I like it. I am drinking a uh,
3: Michelob Ultra Pure Gold beer. Very I- very good. I'm in here, and I'm drinking a Morgan Cloudy. I, <laughs> I did hear that.
1: <laughs> yes, in case you didn't know.
0: Yes, that, that's a very
3: interesting drink.
0: <laughs>
3: um, and I'm drinking a Michelob Ultra. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I got the manliest drink of the group, and it's a fucking Morgan Cloudy. Yeah, you're,
0: we, we get it. You're cool.
1: Hey, sparkling ice is kind of manly. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm out of of alcohol. Sorry. (laughs) It's all right. It's a weeknight, boys. It's all right. Yeah, I got to work tomorrow. Christ. Uh, I got snowed out.
0: All right, fellas. So let's get into the film here. I'm going to start us off with a uh, quick just summary of the film um, provided by Google. So Terrifier 2 came out in 2022. Uh, resurrected by a sinister entity, Art the Clown returns to Miles County to terrorize a teenage girl and her younger brother on Halloween night. I love it. Super quick and simple. Now let's get into uh, some background on this film, boys. So actually, you know what? Let's turn this into a little, little guessing game here. Oh, boy. What? Can any of you guess what the budget of this film was? Huh. We all have to make a guess. We do this. Yep. Why don't you start us off, mm-hmm. Sethree? <sighs>
3: 4.5 million. Okay.
2: That's a ball. Damn it. <laughs> Donnie? 13 million. Ah, <sighs> you bugger.
0: Uh, Taylor?
1: Uh, well, I know the box office is like 16 million or something. So I think it probably surpassed its budget. Uh I'm going to say 10 million.
0: All of you are so off. The budget for this film was
3: $250,000. That's pretty crazy. Jeez.
0: 250 grand.
3: That's it. Isn't that amazing? You give me 250 grand, I wouldn't I would have nothing for it. <laughs> <laughs> you probably have a lot of uh, uh, like Morgan Cloudy a, like a nice four wheeler <laughs> yeah. house please go hunting yeah
0: so and Taylor was uh, almost spot on with the, the box office the, it, it made 15.4 million dollars at the box office so are you it, saying 50 or 15? 15 Fifteen point 15.4 15. million wow I would have thought it
3: would have made more well, I mean, it made a killing compared to its budget. Oh yes, yes, uh, true. But I don't know. I thought it had more of a cult following. I guess.
1: So, what would have been the uh, what was the budget for the first one? I think
0: that one was just under a hundred grand or around there. So, I, oh. I'm pretty sure this is double the budget from the last one.
2: Well, they had to double the actor for art's uh, salary, so. Yeah, they must have. But I,
0: I did see that they were going to... Uh, there were early reports that the sequel, the third one's going to be um, like m- low to mid seven figures, so that'll be in the obviously in the million dollar range. That, that'll be, I mean, if honestly, if they make it for like four or five million, the production will be a million times better and um, they're, they're probably still going to make their return. Mm. But, uh, yeah, so we kind of talked about, you know, the overall theme of this, of this film when we gave her our, our thoughts on it. Um, just kind of a lot of dread, like just disturbing, very tortury, uh, extended runtime of, you know, two hours and, and 20 minutes when it didn't have to be, uh, you know, obviously, uh, the actor who played Art the Clown in the first film reprised his role in this one, and then I think we talked about in the last episode covering the first film that he was also in that uh, Hollow's Eve that came out in like 2016 on Netflix. So that was kind of an anthology series. Um, but Art the Clown, I mean, in mainstream media, he's kind of like taken over. Like I, I feel like now on 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 my Facebook pages. I'm seeing a bunch of like fan groups for Art the Clown and on like Reddit. Like there are people that are like crazy about this guy. Are you does that like surprise you that they're like fanatics for this like just
2: sinister torturous clown? Not really. Yeah. I mean they kind of did that with Pennywise too.
0: Yeah, but he was a little more like ominous and like just more so like creepy. He wasn't so brutal.
1: Yeah. I could see him being kind of, uh, even if he would, wouldn't get to the level of, like, Freddy Krueger or something, becoming kind of, like, a cult icon horror character.
0: Yeah, that's 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 a good point. I was kind of thinking about that, too. I'm like, if we were to compare him to, like, a slasher icon of, like, the 80s, you know, with, with Freddy and Jason and Michael, like like, who would he, who could we compare him to?
3: You know, like, I, I feel like, like, is there anybody else? Really? Well, to me, the reason that everybody sort of thinks it's so cool his look, you know, because it is a cool Halloween look, all that. It's because for one, clowns have been around forever, forever. Yeah, Freddie Career, They're not, you know. There's just <laughs> something about clowns. You say clowns to every person, they have a different reaction to it. Yeah, and. He's that old school, black and white, back in the old days, just freaky looking motherfucking clown. I mean, I think his look is going to become as classic
2: as any of theirs. Let's say I agree, too. I mean, like Seth said, there's just been hundreds and hundreds of clowns that are known. It's not that easy to come up with that unique a look that's this creepy. and But it's not a hard makeup, really, to do, either. You know, so a lot of people can copy it pretty easily, but it's sometimes the most simple look, and Walt shows what he does with it. Yeah, it's
3: almost a flashback to the silent era. You know, it was more of a, there was no color, there was no sound, it was just black and white, and it's a simple face that just crawls up your spine, man.
2: That's kind of a good point, too, because you don't hear anything from him, (laughs) you know. He is a silent era thing, you know, and then everyone around him is screaming. It's almost like that's
3: what he's modeled after.
2: Yeah. Well, uh, go
3: ahead.
0: No, yeah, those those are all amazing points. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing is, like, he's like a mime. Like, he doesn't ever speak or, like, make noises, And, and the times that he is, like, I mean, he gets fucked up in the first film. He gets fucked up in this film. Like he'll get he'll get stabbed. He'll get like whacked and like he'll he'll mime screaming. You know what I mean? Like yeah, like, when he's supposed to scream, he's like still not like making actually. any noise, and that's that's disturbing to me too.
1: It's like it's not actually hurting him.
0: Yeah, he's just doing it to like humor them or something.
3: Yeah, it's like a silent movie where <laughs> victim lays on ground and screams. Mm. And he makes emotions for it, but you know, that's you know, I I was thinking about that, but yeah, that's a good point.
1: He's like if uh, Buster Keaton was fucked up
3: (laughs) (laughs) Charlie Chaplin. (laughs) Buster Keaton, he's like, no, if he fucked up, he like broke shit. You ever see the shit that guy did? Dude, crazy <laughs> as fuck. That was funny. <laughs> so, I mean,
0: obviously, we, we kind of talked about just the, the, the overall budget, but, you know, if you talk about, like, the cinematography, the lighting and the costumes and the sound design, and, of course, the practical effects that they use in this, it's pretty amazing how this movie looks on such a small budget. I mean... We, we just talked about his makeup, but think about the practical effects from like the kills, um, you know, the aftermath of those of those kills. Uh, the carnival was super cool. Um, the one the one bugaboo that I have about the sound in this film is I don't know I don't know if you guys will have to let me know if you experience this as well. But when they're at that like Halloween party and they're on the dance floor, the music? Was, it just, was it just me, or was the music extremely loud and you could barely hear what they were saying when they're like when they when you're introduced to her friends yeah. like boyfriend? we were in the middle of a rave. Yeah, was that hard to hear for you guys?
1: It was louder, but I I mean I could still hear what they're saying.
3: I, I probably turn turned subtitles on. on. I'll tell you what, I, I'll let you know when I get there, because I'm watching it again as we talk. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking, I got it out right now. Right now, Banjo Jane or whatever it is, is playing, and pretty soon art will come out. And Anyway, let's keep going. We're going to hear
1: we're <laughs> gonna hear random screams from, from Seth.
3: Seth. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. You desensitized me to violence.
2: <laughs> but no, I agree after. with Matt, though. I did have a little little difficulty at times, you know, and I don't know if that was on purpose to make you feel like you're in that environment and, you know, that's what it's like. You're kind of yelling at each other and so, sorry to know if that was on purpose or just kind of hard to control that volume with the audio
0: and... Yeah, I mean, I definitely could look at, look at it as like that's what it would sound like if I was at a Halloween party, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, yeah, hard to hear each other and stuff like that. So that's, that's kind of cool. But when I'm watching a movie, I'm also like, okay, they're, they're like kind of like giving background on who this guy is. And, and they're, you know, having like imp- an important conversation. I kind of want to hear what they're saying. So yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. But do you guys have anything else to add about like background or, or anything else you notice before we kind of dive into the character list here? Um, I don't think so.
2: No, I think think... things will just come up as we go. Okay,
0: that sounds good. (laughs) All right, so let's go through the character list here. I have, let's see here, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine characters for us to go through in this film. Um, and then after that, obviously, we'll get into the key scenes. And then, like I said, like I said before, um, Basically going through the character list and the key scenes we cover about 90 to 95 percent of the film.
2: Mm.
0: So the end credits first up on the character list let's just get him out of the way. Art the Clown. So Art the Clown is the sadistic and murderous antagonist of the film. Uh, resurrected after the Miles County massacre, he is a grotesque figure in a black and white cl- clown costume with gruesome makeup. Bart is known for his brutal and creative methods of killing. He is seemingly Im- immortal with a mysterious ability res- to resurrect himself after death. Uh, and he is played by David Howard Thornton. So, um, yeah, I'll let uh, Taylor, why don't you kick us off? What, what are your thoughts on Art the Clown in this film?
1: I liked Art our- Art he uh, he definitely was like a, a creepy character. I think it actually is probably better that he didn't talk because it it relied more on like the physical aspect of him and him being this quiet guy. You never really knew what he was going to do. How he just kind of let some people live. He just he, I think he just mostly like to fuck around with people. Yeah, and then there's certain ones he had in his mind. They like going, okay, I'm going to kill you. And other people just wasn't really worth it. he just like. To dink around and all that, but he, uh, yeah, so obviously he has some kind of mystical powers that I don't really know about. Cause <laughs> yeah, I was hoping that we could get into maybe a little bit of like the background for what the like origin is for him and everything if they explained that in the first one, but it was, I mean, right off the bat, I kind of understood that he was some sort of demon, but he was, uh, He's definitely interesting. I mean, he was for sure the best part of it. I mean, none of the, like the main actors besides him would have been like drawing drawing me into the film, right?
0: No, that's a really good point. I'll I'll let the other guys um, chime in here, and then maybe we can all have a discussion about like what we think. Because I do think it's kind of ambiguous as far as like what he truly is. But uh, Seth, why don't why
3: don't you go next? You know, I'm sort of with I'm sort of with him because. You know, Art is a great character. He has a scare factor. He doesn't talk. It's more his motions, his demeanor, and stuff that defines him and stuff. But again, what is he? I mean, at one point, the person is in like a dream thing, and it's like he's in that. It's like, okay, so what is he? Is he? I mean. The guy carries around a garbage bag on his shoulder, and when he opens it up, he has 150 pounds of things to torture people with. <laughs> Is it a magic bag of holding? I do not understand. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying, he definitely has to have some sort of magic or demonic sort of powers, I would say. Yeah. There's uh, character... I love him. I fucking love him. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love him. <laughs> you made it. Dude, I'd, have, I'd have supper with him right now, and I'd be like, but that's my 9mm on me. Well, fuck. Does that work? In the back of my head, I'd never know. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome.
2: <laughs> uh, Donnie? I think, uh, I think Seth just picked up on it. I think he realizes that uh, Art is the Bizarro Santa. Just like Santa carries around a bag and has unlimited toys and <laughs> has same thing with Art. He's like the doppelganger yeah. opposite of him. And, He's
3: Bizarro.
2: Yeah, bizarre. Bizarro Santa. They're up there, Don, but you're right. Yeah, that same thing. He's got a bag of not-of-goodies, uh, um, I don't know. I, I, I really... In, You know, I think as we watch and see more of his character, even though he's got a face to make expressions and his teeth and eyes, you know, I kind of still compare him a little bit like Michael and Jason, where for those two, it was so difficult because there's no facial. They're just how they, their mannerisms and just the size of them. But he kind of does a little bit of the same stuff where he's looking for someone, he's stalking them and he acts like he kind of sees where he thinks they are, but then he looks away, walks away, comes back. So he knows how to kind of toy, and you know, when he's stalking people, and kind of you know, adds to that little element of torture. Not only the physical, but you know, the psychological stuff. So I mean, and especially with no sound coming from him, it's just kind of creepy to see how he just, how his mannerisms are.
0: Yeah, that those are all great points. I think I, I agree with basically every uh point and take that you guys have on, on Art the Clown. I think obviously he's he's terrifying, hence the uh the title of this of this film. And and you know for for this for this movie, you know, it's my second time watching. Seth kind of alluded to it about the dream sequence. I think that's where I like truly became like afraid of him just like being like in this dream. And and I think the, and the main actress did a really great job of like showing how terrified she was while she was sitting there. Everyone else is like happy and jolly. And then he's just like mowing them down with a Tommy gun and everything just goes like crazy and, and, and all that stuff. And that, that was scary to, to watch. But yeah, you're right. he, he has this like sense of playfulness to him where he doesn't want to just like, well, and sometimes he does, sometimes he does just kill them right away, but it seems like he would prefer to kind of toy with them and be playful with his prey and, 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 and and torturous. So, um, kind of getting back to like the whole maybe supernatural or demonic type thing with him. So like in the first film, right away and like i guess in the beginning in the middle we don't really know much about art right we just kind of see him getting ready in like what looks like his like lair or basement but i think the ending of that film and i think i might have mentioned it in in our episode is that the ending when his eye pops open that probably indicates that he's somewhat supernatural and in the beginning of this film, when he's resurrected and then he's surviving all of these injuries and and obviously towards the end of this film, like I, I do think like this is obviously not a man. This he's some type of supernatural being. Um, but like what type of supernatural being like is he? Is he demonic? Is he? Like i i have no i have well, no idea was he conjured up by her father because that's like kind of a subplot thing where he was you know was i was drawing those I'm things
3: about is the whole plot of the father and this was get book and i don't want to get too far into anything so you know we get in stuff we haven't yet but there's a lot of confusing things in this yeah it was yeah. just there were so many sort of and like you said just with the length it's like Okay, where are we going on this? Where are we going on this? You know, Mm -hmm.
1: yeah, I I agree with you. I think that uh, if they are to do a third, which you made Matt made sound like they are, like for sure, have one in the works. I think they need to delve more into like the background of him and then his origin.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, I I
0: I think so. I think so too, and yeah you're right, Seth, like with the whole um like father subplot uh like my my initial thought was like was art somehow like conjured up from his his mind, you know, when he's putting pen well, to paper
3: or like what what's the deal there? art somehow hit their father that was getting into something he shouldn't demonic, whatever magical, dark magic, whatever. And this is the price he paid, and what he became for, you know. So I, I, didn't know what angle they were going with it. It was just, and still, there's no idea.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, even think about like the the sword that she has from her father, and like right. if she's resurrected from it. You know what I mean? Like that. There's an element of that there. So there's there's supernat There's something supernatural, just even beyond. Art, I think that's just kind of the world that we live in. Um, Donnie, do you want to chime in at all?
2: Um, yeah, I, like you guys said, it it did kind of jump around from one thing to another. And I, I kind of got lost a couple of times <laughs> wondering, okay, what, where are we going here now? And, and then I didn't know if it was a dream sequence or if this is real. Um, so, yeah, I mean... It 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 was kind of a hard one at times to follow. I think I even rewound a few, episodes, you know, scenes just to kind of go back and kind of have a little better understanding what was going on. Right. We know what scenes you were rewinding. Don
3: Casey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what what scenes do you think, Seth? I'm I'm kind of th- I don't know. <laughs>
3: I don't want to say the real thing I want to say. I guess now you may be on the. The
1: ones where the mom's yelling.
3: Yeah. That, that brings you back.
2: <laughs> Good memories. You know what? I hate the game, yeah. not the player.
3: <laughs> yeah, dang it. All we need was an art to fucking calm. Things were excited right up.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I mean, I. Honestly, I think we can probably move on because I feel like his character is kind of TBD until we get to the sequel.
3: I, I agree. So,
0: um, I'm actually, I have it on. I have the ending on here. And it's interesting when she chops his, his head off, he's like almost telling her to do it. Yes. Do you guys notice that?
3: Yes. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to far yet, but yes. That's interesting. Okay. Aiming to all of it. And we'll, I'll, we'll discuss that at the end.
0: Okay. All right, let's, let's move on to our next character. Then, uh, the little pale girl. So the little pale girl is a mysterious and sinister entity in a similar clown attire to art. She is invisible to most people, but interacts with art. Her appearance is reminiscent of art's first victim, Emily crane. And she plays a pivotal role in the story. Um, yeah, I was super confused when she first popped up in the laundromat. And uh, was she, like, shitting out diarrhea onto the floor or something? Like, what was
1: that?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the point of it was.
1: Yes,
3: exactly. <laughs> yeah,
1: hey. like, nothing happened like that. They shouldn't maybe, do it again.
3: Maybe she had a glossy bag and she had an ac- <laughs>
2: Don't... <laughs>
3: God dang it, Matt. That's that's judging people. We don't do that on this podcast. <laughs> well, you don't dump yours out it's in the middle just, of a fucking floor. Oh, Who knows? I mean, you know, it, like a little freak, what do you think she's going to do? your rainbows and flowers?
2: It, it would have been even more disturbing and disgusting if she would have stood up to, you know, facing them, like, all excited, and then it happened? Because, like, I don't know. I should have been in on that filmatogra- cinematography of that scene. I think. <laughs> so it's, that's
0: that's the scene that Don or Seth was alluding to about Donnie enjoying
2: a lot. No, I don't think it was that scene.
3: <laughs> I'd rewind that one, brother.
2: <laughs> the scene where the girl's sitting on a bed shitting herself. I don't think that's really uh, my cup of tea.
3: Uh, my stomach hurts. It
2: took, but it took me a moment when they first show her. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I'm like, is he imagining this now? Or is he going to go fucking kill her? What is going on? So then I kinda, yeah, yeah, he, So I thought maybe this is like his demon or something.
0: He seemed just as surprised as the audience when he saw her at first. Yeah. So... Yeah, T- Taylor, do you have anything to add?
1: Uh, yeah, she seemed kind of like she was his guiding force almost. Like she was mm-hmm. like almost directing him to do things without him really knowing it. And then she showed her- herself to him. Because she would just kind of appear, and she never killed anybody herself, but she would always... I don't know, yeah, it seemed strange. Like I thought maybe at first she was his daughter, but mm-hmm. then they were playing together, and... Yeah, she was oh,
3: I she right now.
1: Yeah, they they don't really go I mean they don't obviously explain who she is at all because care of her, art doesn't talk and she doesn't talk and
3: See, I don't too. I apologize I don't mean to interrupt you, but I don't understand why it is sometimes your eyes glow. And then there's times your eyes are the normal sort of white other well, there's times you know, they glow like when she's in the van and stuff. Yeah, but what the fuck is she to art? I, think, I don't know.
2: I think it's I just. Don't... I think it's just like Halloween two of Rob Zombie, where those damn ghosts were, spirits were guiding Michael. <laughs> I think they're doing the same thing here. He's got his own little spirit guiding him, or something. <clears throat> yeah, maybe I think, but the weird part
0: is, is like it was, it was his victim, right? You
3: know? Right. I I don't get it. But then later on, when like she's drowning, well, we'll talk about that later. But all the other kids from that scene are there too, and they're still there. It's almost like if you're a victim of his, you end up in some parallel universe that he runs, you know?
2: Yeah. It's his own
3: hell. I mean, it's almost like he's a... a, What do you call it? multi-dimensional character, almost.
2: Yeah, he definitely could be. Oh, God, it's not another multiverse. No,
1: we don't need another one of those.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They got 15 films
3: planned out. (laughs) <laughs> and 3 tv shows oh god Not only I, in one world out. the other 40650 yeah i i couldn't handle that i i hope they stop after the
0: third after this third film i think a trilogy is uh, just fine for for this franchise yeah <clears throat> but uh all right guys let's let, let's move on to our our main character here we got uh, sienna shock Scha- So, Sienna is a teenage girl who is dealing with the recent loss of her father due to a brain tumor. She is a creative and strong-willed character who aspires to dress as an angel warrior for Halloween, a costume designed by her father. She becomes a central figure in the battle against Art the Clown. Uh, Donnie, why
2: don't you kick us off on Sienna? Ooh, I like that outfit. (laughs) (laughs) That was well done cosplay there. I'll tell you, Oh, good lord! Do you have
0: anything else to add on her?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it, I think it. You know, we've we've gotten into this other movies where I think it shows her growth. You know, right away she's you know, I mean, kind of kind of into her thing, doing her. You know, kind of little. Uh, wants to be a wild girl but kind of not as much and her friends get her out and and then she kind of really sees you know as they're getting tormented by uh art how much she her art changes to almost buying into that she is the the hero in her dad's story and Mm -hmm. she's the only one that can kind of take down art so i mean I think she had a really good arc of her character development.
0: Yeah, no, I I, I totally agree. Uh, Taylor, you have anything bad? Uh,
1: I thought she actually was pretty, pretty decent for kind of a no-name uh, lead actor where she seemed to do a good job of, like, yeah, that scene where um, it was in The Dream where she actually seemed like she was like just like stuck with terror and i think she did the best she could with kind of like the dialogue they give all the characters i mean there's a lot of like writing problems i think with it and everything but mm-hmm. overall um like her character i mean she definitely didn't seem like she was in high school and yeah about-
0: i agree i agree with that take I, I i was kind of confused about that whether or not she was in in high school or, or college or a young adult, and then I saw the credits and it said high school students, so she must have been.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think they could have maybe just made her like a college kid that was like at home with her mom or something, and it would have made more sense, because her and all of her friends did not seem like they were high schoolers at all. They
2: seem older than us. Yeah. <laughs> and they are older than us, I think. Yeah. And they know how to party a lot better than we do, so.
3: Well, speak for yourself. I- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And Taylor, uh, what did you think uh, of that outfit? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what well,
1: one? She had like four different ones on.
3: I I thought she did a good job personally. I think she did a good job at that. I mean, like Taylor said, there were scenes where, like, she her being scared that she was really good at, and then when she was. Either being attacked or, you know, just the fight scene stuff. I mean, she there's quite a bit of that for her character. And she looked really good in all of them. I thought she did a really good job, personally. Yeah, she got fucked up, too. But I will say again, just like you said, I do not see... This is not a high school girl fucking walking around. And I thought it was disturbing as hell they made it that way. <laughs> Well, I did the sword. Did, I'm like, my God, there are parts of the movie. I'm like, them are the ones I fast forward to because I'm like, God, dang it, am I, am I a pervert now? <laughs> Was that a question? <laughs> Look, yeah, are it, you asking us? I'm not a pervert? No,
1: you're, no, you're not a pervert.
3: <laughs> you're just a guy, I mean, yeah. a middle-aged white male. Of you're male Jeffrey
1: of- Dahmer. <laughs>
3: Never mind.
1: You're giving Art a run for his money.
3: (laughs) I'll tell you what. I don't want to try him.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you guys made some really good points about her. I thought she was a strong uh, lead character. And like Taylor said, she's like a no name and she still kind (laughs) of held her own. And then I kind of want to, maybe we can talk about the whole like resurrecting thing. And we kind of talked about it a little bit, but like, like what is, what is exactly does that mean? Because I mean, like she got fucked up this entire, and towards the end of the film in the carnival uh, area, and then she gets stabbed by Art, and then like, so was she actually dead, or was it was she dreaming that, she or gets like wh-
3: boot fucked by fucking clown shoes, dude? <laughs> she gets boot fucked by clown shoes. Uh, <laughs> it seemed like. I- that it was not as funny as I thought it sounded like. <laughs> you heard about getting something boot fucked? That means you get shit kicked out of you. Well, he's got clown shoes on. I didn't mean to have to spell it out for you, boys.
1: <laughs> uh, I think we got it. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Taylor. Uh, um, yeah, that that part was really confusing where I mean, she's Chained up in that tank, like all of a sudden, just when she fell in the pit, then she's back and like alive again. And that, like, that's the part where I was like, okay, what is going on here? Cause, like, there's all of a sudden this <laughs> magic happening, and this the sword saves her and everything. And it was like, yeah, that that part was definitely confusing, and I'm not really sure what's going on there. But
0: yeah, that's exactly when I that's a great point because that's that's where i say this film is convoluted you know it, it's almost like a second plot within this film that like we probably i mean if, if it leads into the sequel then yeah it's probably necessary but as of right now as audience members we're kind of like scratching our heads being like what the hell because a part of me is like maybe it was a dream because when she was in that tank she saw the kids from her dream that like ended up dying so I don't know if like there actually was a tank down there. Like it's hard to know what to believe.
3: Yeah, I don't. I almost wanted to watch it again just see if there was a tank in the background, like she always was supposed to be there or something. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but I, I don't know, man.
0: But overall, I mean, I I think she's coming back for the sequel, so we'll we'll see uh, more of her character and hopefully get. Uh, more uh, growth from her. So, up next, we got her brother, Jonathan Shaw. Jonathan is Sienna's younger brother who becomes fixated on Art the Clown after discovering sketches of him and his victims in their father's sketchbook. He plays a crucial role in uncovering information about Art and is kidnapped by Art, setting off a chain of events. (coughs) Excuse me, boys. Uh, Seth, we haven't started with you yet, so why don't you why not you kick us off with Jonathan?
3: Uh-huh. Oh, boy, you give me a great one, uh- <laughs> fucking <it>. pussy. Personally, <laughs> Oh, damn movies. Uh oh, uh oh, uh. <laughs> hey, hey. He doesn't even have his glasses on for the second half of the movie, so I'm sure he Cocksucker can't say nothing. <laughs> I'm looking it's at her boy. going Wonder Woman. I'm looking at her going Wonder Woman, leave him behind. Conform the Justice League of America later on. <laughs> I mean he I don't know. He had dad's he had dad's uh, sketchbook and then sort of stuff and the revelations that came out of that. But other than that, and but he was the only other character that was, uh, that could see the girl that Art sees. Right. And, you know, he could see that gal. I don't know other, him and his sister I think are the only other two besides Art that's seen him, right? I think, I think so,
1: as far as we can
0: tell.
3: Yeah, because yeah. yeah, they're the only two that actually live. So, some way there's a connection there. I guess now I'll pass it off so you guys can put your your thoughts in on that, because, I don't know, it's nice to talk to you guys, because it just makes me think more about different ways about things.
0: Yeah, that's the whole point, Bart, brother.
3: Uh, Donnie.
2: I, I think they kind of switched their roles, and like Seth said, he was kind of a pussy, but I think he was essentially the damsel in distress in the movie. He was the one that always needed to be saved, or, um, you know, and I don't know. That's just, I don't know. It's like he was the, I guess I can't say it any better, the damsel in distress, so, you know. Mm-hmm. He put up with some scary shit, though, too, so I mean, I can understand he also got fucked
0: up. He like Art was like trying to eat him. He got like whipped by like that.
3: Yeah, stuff. yeah, of fairy, flay or something. Yeah, a chain whip. <laughs> well, it's like you know flay. I think they call him because they flayed the flesh off the bone. They were used years and years
2: ago. Yeah, <laughs> so, whatever the fuck that thing was. But it is remarkable. Cool? Just another surprise from the sack. Yeah. Pull anything out of that motherfucker but uh, Taylor.
1: Uh well, at first I was like when when he was first on screen I was like I can't stand having this kid on screen. He's <laughs> he was so like nerdy and annoying. But then it kind of became comical where I was I was thinking he is, he is so good at playing this dorky like middle schooler. Or whatever age he's supposed to be. Like I don't even think he was acting. I think like he would walk and his neck would be like lurch forward, and he'd be like kind of like sloping along.
3: Yes, yes. he looks like... <laughs> <laughs> so you cute. So
1: I was like, I loved it went to him because like com- comedic
3: relief. Matt, tell me the way he looks like when he ran and stuff. He doesn't look like Ashton when he's sixteen. Because Ashton, <laughs> oh my god. When, well, he's a young, tall kid, and he didn't grow into his body yet.
0: That's oh, I mean the kid looks he definitely had some nerd neck going on. Yeah, I liked
3: it. And they uh well for, they for sure had question had lego mac going on. Uh,
2: <laughs>
1: they uh like at the end scene they they definitely had plot armor going on where I mean cuz art with everybody else he's throwing acid in their face he's Pretty much right away, like cutting them up, and he was yeah, like you said, just kind of biting them and punching and kicking them, mm-hmm. rather than actually trying to straight up murder them.
0: Yeah, no, th- that those are all great points. I thought <laughs> I, I, I definitely agree. Like he, he kind of an, like even the second time through, like, kind of annoys me on screen because he is kind of like nerdy and and like like whiny. I just, I just hate whiny characters, but I mean, I mean, he, he was right on the money with his dad's sketches and his, his, you know, his worries and suspicions about, uh, art the clown. But also it's like, I mean, honestly, I do like the, the the dialogue between him and his sister in the beginning where he wants to dress up as this clown that he's terrified about and afraid that it is going to come kill him. And she's like, what do you think? Like, he'll be like honored if he sees you wearing that and he'll decide not to kill you. You know what I mean? She almost yeah. like read his yeah. mind. So yeah, it almost felt like he was like going over the top with that. And then his relationship with his mother was n- not great. <laughs> that was fucked up. Yeah. Um, do you guys have anything else to add on him? Cause like I, I have her next on the list.
1: Uh, just that in the beginning, I did think that he was the one kind of messing with stuff in, uh, like with the uh, room catching fire and everything, and the way he was talking about, or uh, yeah, his sister was going, he's he's got like serial killer mentality. And I was like, oh, he's yeah. he's like slowly becoming like he's gonna be like obsessive about art and maybe like do killings with him. I thought was maybe where they're gonna go. Mm-hmm. No. But...
3: he's just a young boy. <laughs> young boys kill <laughs> I mean, all the boy. time. Yeah, young boy that's talking about Nazis. <laughs> during supper.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, I think they were trying to lead to that a little bit to make you think he was... Yeah, out there. ...a little messed up.
2: He, he would become him. his apprentice.
1: The Darth Vader to his Palpatine. Yep. Mm, basically.
3: Possible sequel for that? Uh, it's hard to not use that as a benchmark for Master... Um, Prologue. All
0: right, let's move on to our next character here. We got Barbara Shaw. So Barbara is Sienna and Jonathan's mother who is struggling to cope with the loss of her husband. She is initially skeptical of Jonathan's claims about Art the Clown and is tragically killed by Art um, via gunshot blast. Um... <laughs>
1: Shit, Donnie,
0: nice
2: why stuff. don't you take this one away? What's <laughs> so funny? <laughs> Talk. <laughs> um, I guess I don't know. I mean, it's, I guess I don't know what to say about the mom. I mean, she had a you know interesting relationship. I mean, her and her daughter were pretty, <clears throat> you know, she's pretty hard on her daughter, but then her son wouldn't listen to him, and uh, I don't know. I mean she kind of was all over the place. I thought she'd be in a good mood and all of a sudden she'd just fly off the handle, but I guess that's what, you know, probably stress and depression and all that going on, you know, and just dealing with, you know, being a single parent, but I uh, I kind of surprised the way she was killed. I'll just say that it seemed a little too, (laughs) I don't want to say it was clean, but it seemed too clean for art. (laughs) I mean, yeah,
0: that's, that's a good point. I, I found her to be like, well, I found her actress was probably the worst actress in this cast to me. Uh, She just wasn't very believable when she was like providing her lines. Um, But you're right. Like she's like trying to like balance, like keeping the household together, you know, being this strict parent still trying to make a living uh you know dealing with grief um obviously the sketchbook and the stuff that Jonathan's coming up with is bringing up like memories of her husband and when he was sick and but then you're right like she would just like fly off the handle and then she's like drinking wine like like crazy and I just I don't know like she was obviously wasn't very likable so I I I do get what you're saying like you don't want to see anybody get like tortured or like a brutal death but for somebody that to me kind of came off unlikable on screen she got a pretty uh let's just say let's she should consider herself lucky the death that she did get yeah uh taylor
1: uh i definitely agree with you that she she seemed like the worst actress with well yeah yeah i guess i would i would put her up there as the worst one where at first i thought i was like okay yeah she's just kind of yelling all the time because she's just stressed out mom i mean i've i've seen adults that are like that where they're just like constantly like just fly off the handle but so i was giving them the benefit of the doubt with that but then every adult every single adult that got introduced had the same type of dialogue where they're always mad and yelling at the kids <laughs> yeah. so i felt like that was just a problem with the writing more than like her like character was supposed to be or like they didn't know how to make an uh um like a a guardian figure without making them just like constantly pissed off at the children.
0: And like authoritative.
1: Yeah. So it's just like a lot of that whereas like whenever there's adult screens like they're just over the top like angry and that's the same with her for every single every single time she was in where she definitely seemed like she was acting or other people even if they weren't great they they were in the movie.
0: hmm Yeah definitely.
3: Uh Sethree? I really agree with everything he just said I mean she was honestly just almost trying to to portray being a bitch through the whole movie and that was her only shtick there was no depth to her there was no thing I mean there were a very few things when she was sort of nice to her daughter but is more just, and you know what? Yeah, you're going through grief. Your children just went through it too. At that point, you're supposed to be the one that's taking care of them, not you know. I don't know. I just I didn't like her. That's all. I, I guess all I got to say. I didn't like her. You wouldn't date her. Well, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> just
0: don't have any kids with her.
3: Jeez. I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> okay, Seth, what we really want to know is would you be willing to be those those kids' stepfather?
2: Holy <laughs> think that one. Crickets. I, yeah, I did <laughs> have to think about that one. It's like
3: <laughs> if she's got a lot of money, it's like, well they're damn near grown, they'll be out of the house soon. Yeah, you know, we got a couple of years before I'm like, motherfuckers get out of here. <laughs>
1: well, I see nothing but problems if you were to become the stepfather because you got feelings for the uh, daughter. Well, we-
2: <laughs> <laughs> Hang on until the daughter is uh, death. Why death. Did I, <laughs>
3: okay. I didn't say
2: nothing
3: about the daughter. Uh, let's it's
1: rewind a- 30 minutes ago.
3: Yeah, I guarantee I'll put- turn that boy into a fucking baseball machine. <laughs> Call him, like, Give me a pitcher, motherfucker. Give me that boy. Give me fucking eight months with him. I'll smack him around enough they'll learn. Throw that fucking baseball, motherfucker. He said, that is so random. You're not even like, I'm, I'm Tiger Woods. <laughs> I'm Tiger Woods and you... <laughs> That's gold. <laughs> well, no, it's the teaching technique. I'm Tiger woods you. Okay. You know, I'm going to teach you. If you don't do it, I'm a shit. Oh,
0: Jesus Christ. Uh,
3: I, I don't know if that actually happened. Oh, that
0: was great. Well, um, you guys
3: put me on the spot, and I went off.
0: Well, I
1: hope you never meet that woman, so...
3: You know what? I hope so not, either. Her head's blown <laughs> off, so he probably won't. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh... Okay, I'm not gonna say anything near what I'm saying because actually that scene's coming up pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's
0: move on to the next character. Uh, so, Allie. Allie is one of Sienna's friends who becomes a victim of Art the Clown after an encounter with him at a costume shop. Fellas, Allie is the friend who got like the equivalent of the girl who was sawed in half in the first film. This is the most brutal death. Objectively, it is the most brutal death in this film. Uh, Who did I start with last time? Donnie? Yeah. Okay, Seth, you start us off with this one. Yeah, actually, this is great because you're the one who had the biggest problem with the cutting in half.
3: You know, the cutting in half one absolutely disturbed the hell out of me. And you are right. This is probably the worst death of... Well, positively, it's the worst death of anybody in this movie. I don't know. I was okay watching it. I was like, yeah, why would you rip that off? <laughs> yeah, why would you do that? And then when her mom came in, I was like, okay, now this is getting fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting a little fucked up. You're aching him up. And as she's able to look up, and it doesn't even all oh, damn near, hardly look real, It looks up, Mommy, What? That <laughs> bitch should have been dead ten times over. I mean, he brutalized <laughs> her, and tell you honestly, I watched it, I was like, no. oh. I watched it, I was like, I ain't got lots of beef jerky. <laughs> i the mood for a snack right now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I think I'm getting disconnected dis- completely disconnected from it anymore. You're desensitized. I am <laughs> desensitized. Thank you, Matt. Jesus Christ.
0: Okay,
2: uh Donnie. <laughs> how do you follow that? Um I don't, know. I don't know. Like I guess yeah that was so brutal. I just was waiting for it. I'm like, how can she still be alive? And it kept going, and he kept doing, I was like, when will this scene be over? (laughs) I was waiting for it to be over. So It's just starting right now. Oh, boy. He's going to get a bag of beef (laughs) now. I mean, it's like, when you can't think he's going to do anything worse, he does something worse. It's just keeps ramping up. Hope I didn't take it all from you, Taylor, but. No,
1: <clears throat> I don't have too much more to add for on it. I mean, she, uh, yeah, that was for sure the worst one, and that was that was the only death I would say I actually was like, oh please, just put her out of her misery. <laughs> I, I could not believe yeah she was still rolling around and screaming and that normal was, person uh, wouldn't. Like the shock and blood loss would have killed you halfway through whatever he's doing.
2: God, I think if you he
1: ripped her scalp off, of it would have it would. been done. Yeah, that one was, uh. I, I mean, there's something wrong with Seth, where it made him hungry during that.
3: Well, How? <laughs> yeah. he actually, like, broke her fucking arm off and then used that. dude. I was like, no shit. It's like, you can't do that. Well, Give me a can. break. Yeah,
0: no, insane strength. Art
3: as a, let's think about Art as a silent era character. You know, it's like, snap, snap, and the next scene is him holding it up, and then on top they have just the words, what am I going to do with this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I thought it was, when mom walked in and she was so alive, that was a little much. That was a little much. Then he's, like, puppeteering her? <laughs> <Yeah>. uh... <laughs> Why are you laughing
2: um... at <laughs>
3: <laughs> like, tell me no anybody would you wouldn't even you wouldn't even take a second as soon as he walked in you'd attack that son of a bitch didn't matter what he had what he is or whatever your child you would at, oh man he's shaping her taking her scalp off right now <laughs> you With would the, uh... you know this is a brutal holy fuck this is a brutal scene <laughs> Yeah, she's pretty much bald now. <laughs> <laughs> Her back's <shit laughs> cut up. I mean, yeah.
1: So if she... you walked in on that, you would beat the hell out of him and turn him into a baseball player?
3: Dude, if I walked in on that, I would become... Oh, the arm's coming off. Ugh. <sighs> if I walked in on that, I would become super fucking man. I would just... <laughs> I mean... Honestly, before I did anything for a split second you would hear do 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 I think <laughs> you said... right before
1: I rushed in.
0: Seth I thought you said I would be super fucking mad. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, I'd be super mad. That'd be the origin <laughs> of his powers. Yeah. yeah, it was Art the clown, motherfucker. Uh, it wasn't me, I swear to God, it was Art. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> I don't know, Matt. Is this starting to sway you towards who's the actual serial killer in the family? <laughs> no, oh, no. You're no. quit trying You're, to convince me, Donnie. You are
3: trying to give it away. It doesn't work that way. You hear how he talks about that scene? He seems a little. Uh... I can be serious about you. That's the one you were rewinding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> really? Like, yeah. How did he get that arm off again? That was kind of nice.
2: Taking what? notes. It was pretty fucking happened really easy,
3: (laughs) and then bleach and salt. Nice, yeah. That's
0: the
1: part that got me. Treat her like a damn slug (laughs) or snail.
2: Damn toad. (laughs) I was like, when he was walking with that stuff, I'm like, what the fuck's he doing with this shit now?
3: (laughs) He rubbing it in. Oh man. Yeah, I I mean, I guess if you're a serial killer, that's called rubbing one off.
1: (laughs) Walk -walk along. You would know the lingo, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get back on track.
0: Matt. Well, well, here's here's the thing. I mean, we've we've talked about her death scene because I think that completely overshadows her character as a whole. But to talk about her character a little bit, like, I mean, she seemed like a a nice girl, a nice friend to Sienna um caring and then obviously like she when she encountered art at the at the um store like she seemed like she handled that situation pretty well and then again at her front step she was like you could definitely tell she was like on edge like what are you doing here like this is kind of weird and then she mean she stood her ground and and whatever but i mean shit, something like that happened to me earlier in the day, I'd be like, yeah, I need to go to a friend's house.
3: It makes you wonder how Art chooses his victims.
0: You know, in a way. Yeah, is it people that, like, notice him and interact with him or something? Yeah,
3: retrospect well, for her friends or people around her or just anybody sort of interacting.
2: In retrospect, give the clown some candy. Yep. That's just wrong give guy. it. Lesson learned from that movie. Or
0: else you're gonna get fucking your arm ripped off, your
2: scalp ripped off, and Well your then your off. other hand ripped in half. Yeah. yeah it was pretty cool effects on that though.
1: That's where their budget went to is that one kill.
2: I was gonna say a quarter of a, mi- uh, a quarter of a million dollars, I cannot believe that. With all that blood and everything else. I don't know, the chopping off of the head of the clerk was
3: pretty, that was pretty in your face. Well, now her mom just walked in and he's slaying her (laughs) alive. Now we get to play by play. And now that's where Safi goes, I'd be super fucking mad. (laughs) Yeah, this is where you'd hear, do, 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 (laughs) do. Oh, no, she just went up as a marionette. Oh yeah.
0: Okay, I think we can probably move on from this character, right? <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah. Okay. So next up we have her other friend Brooke. So Brooke is uh, another friend of Sienna's who attends a Halloween party and later becomes the target of Art the Clown. Uh Brooke is the more like uh outgoing, uh in your face type Type friend of uh sienna's uh brooke ended up drugging sienna at the halloween party with molly to try to get her to feel better and you know let loose a little bit uh which i mean ended with her like freaking out on the on the dance floor but uh you know brooke was like basically like a bitch to her after that the entire way home like i felt like she truly showed like showed her true colors like like her boyfriend I mean, he seemed like a douchebag and when she was like, sorry, we had to leave the party. And he goes, no, it's fine. Like, she wasn't feeling well. We got to take her home. Like, he actually seemed like a decent guy. And then she, like, turns around. She's like, what the fuck was that? And she's, like, freaking out at her. I'm like, okay, you're kind of being a bitch right now.
1: Uh, Taylor? Yeah, she she took it a bit far. I mean, she was the one that drugged her for one. <laughs> yeah. her. And that, that scene, I was, yeah, I was going to talk about that because I was like, when I was watching it, uh, when she was walking through and feeling everything, kind of just, like smiling, I was going, "What? What alcohol is she on right now?" Because she is <laughs> like, it's like she's on Molly. And then they actually said, "Oh, are you? How are you feeling?" This because I drugged you. It's like, okay, actually, I'm, I'm really glad that's. They explained that they drugged her because that made that scene actually make sense. But it was, uh, yeah, that the boyfriend was very interesting. That's for sure. He was kind of funny and goofy, actually in the beginning mm-hmm. when he's introduced, where he's, like, just dancing by himself. But, uh, she was, um, <laughs> yeah, honestly, I didn't like, I didn't like her character at all. She just was another one of the one-dimensional characters where she was just bitchy, always, to her.
0: hmm Yeah, very hollow, um, but she also had a very
1: gruesome death. No, eh, not bad. Yeah. Acid in the face.
0: Acid in the face, and, like, the two-by-four with nails, like, Hitting her over and over again—that was
3: bad. Did that before so many of these murders, yes. That one I'd take in a second. Oh, you would. You know what, Seth? Before some of these, you're damn right. You know what, guys? I'm
0: I'm gonna pause the podcast here for a second with, with this character because I think we need to ask Seth the most important question of the night. Oh. <clears throat> Seth, would you rather be sawed in half? like the girl in the first film, or <laughs> would you rather die the way Allie did in her home from from the previous character
3: we talked about? sod in half. Stop, okay. Without a doubt. Okay. all right. No way I'm going to let somebody, like, play me alive. <laughs> <laughs> and that's pretty much what he does. I mean, it's, like, barbaric shit. What if you were offered
0: a million dollars, but you'll live? <laughs>
3: oh, fuck, what? If I was offering a million dollars for what? For Allie's, like, death, but you, like, get to live at the end. No yeah. fucking way!
1: <laughs> we'll get you a new skin.
3: Yeah. No fucking way, man. <laughs> <laughs> Are, you Le- Are you fucking kidding me right now? Yeah, I'll tell you what, give me a million dollars. I just have my arm tore off my... <laughs> My head tore off. My Your left head eye head cut in half. And half my face tore off. I <laughs> oh got a million dollars, you guys.
0: <laughs> you could just say it like a, a chimp did it to you.
3: Well, I'd have a lot more money if a chimp did it.
2: You gotta realize, Matt, these days, be- a million dollars really isn't that much. Okay, fine. I'll up it at to ten. I mean, we gotta get it up. Okay, hey, Considering this kind of brutality. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute.
3: Ten million? Yeah. <laughs> lose my arm? Yep. The scalp I can lose. <laughs> Tell you what, I'll give a scalp an arm and a kidney.
1: Just wear a baseball cap all and, the time?
3: And- <laughs> You'll do it for ten million. I said I'll give a scalp, an arm, and a kidney for $10 million. And an eye. Uh, Yeah, I'll throw the fucking eye in for free. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That could be easy.
0: Okay. Just wanted to clarify that. Um, So let's finish up on Brooke here. So I don't know. Seth, I don't think you mentioned anything about Brooke. Why don't you go ahead?
3: Well, yeah, she was that outgoing friend. She was, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, almost more worldly than than the others are supposed to be. And, you know, like with the drugs and drugging her, which is totally uncool. I mean, I didn't like her very much at all. And she was a bitch and stuff. and I mean, in the end, I think she got what she deserved. I think Art just fucking gave it to her just right. <laughs>
1: Jesus. <laughs> okay. What? You're not helping your case here Tucker's
3: at all. Blast in your eye. He just, <clears throat> a, he just drugged a young lady. What the hell's wrong with you? She was a felon, too. That's a felony, brothers. You drunk <laughs> somebody, That's a fucking felony. Lock me up then. She's going to prison anyway. You know what they're going to do with somebody that looks like her in prison? I'd rather be dead.
1: They're going to do what Art did, I'm sure.
3: Well, I would. Well, you know what? I think I can suffer that one.
0: <clears throat> okay. Uh, Donnie? Yeah. yeah still talking about brooke (laughs) yeah let's get your thoughts on me
2: i mean yeah it it was kind of an interesting change of events because you know they were talking about going out to party and you know it started off all nice fun friendly having just having a few drinks high schoolers i guess are getting in the bars and drinking and no question but when she pulled that of uh mickey and her you know i guess that's a the ultimate dick move, of course, especially a friend doing it to you. It's like, oh, are you trying to get me date raped here or what? But and then when she got pissed off at her for being upset about it, you know, and yeah, she's not a very good friend, and thinks she showed what her true colors were. And unfortunately, like Seth said, though she kind of reaped what she sowed.
0: Very well said. Very well said. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we've got two more characters left on this list. So let's move on to the next one here. We got Jeff. Jeff is Brooke's boyfriend and becomes another victim of Arthur Clown during the Halloween party. Um, So we kind of talked about him a little bit. I mean, I liked him. I thought he was actually like came off as a a decent dude. He was kind of a goofball. Um, Definitely do not think he deserved the death that he got. I mean, that was I mean, we're all guys here. That was we winced when we watched that. Right. Penis getting cut off, stabbed. Yeah, Yeah, Donnie, why don't you take it from here?
3: (laughs) Oh, great. Uh, About the guy getting...
2: (laughs) Go for it, Dong wayne (laughs) Dacey. Boy, I don't... I guess I don't have a lot to say, because like you said, I mean, I think he was just a little bit... uh... You know, a little um, comedy relief for the movie, you know? I mean, he was an interesting, funny guy, you know? Uh, I was, you know, really shocked, yeah, how he got killed. That was pretty nasty, and I don't think I'd want any any part of that whatsoever, so. <laughs> yeah. I think he, definitely, I definitely I think he showed that he was maybe a little better guy than his girlfriend because mm-hmm. yeah, he was a little more concerned about Sienna and you know, kinda like we need to, you know, make sure she gets home safe and mm-hmm. kinda kinda almost being controlled by his girlfriend, which a lot of guys know what that's like. So Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I wouldn't um, know, I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, Taylor, why don't you go next? <laughs> um, my girlfriend's going to listen to this, so. Uh, you know, I thought that guy was, um, I kind of liked him. He was definitely, well, he went from being kind of goofy, like, well, in the, when he's first introduced, and then, like, he's like, let's go dancing, and he does, like, a little, like, move and he's, like, by himself. Like, yeah, oh, this guy's goofy, he's fun. And then he's driving them home, and I was like, they're all getting like super fucked up I don't know if he should be driving them but they all seem very normal once they were in the car mm-hmm. so there wasn't a lot of like, continued, uh, <laughs> continuity there
2: <laughs>
1: but it was definitely foreshadowing that he was going to get like his penis stabbed and he walked out to take a piss I mean,
0: and he was wearing a t-shirt that said just the tip
1: yeah I was like okay <laughs> t- his penis is getting cut off here Yeah, <laughs> it-, it has to I'll be pissed if it's not. No, yeah, I was like, let me just see one wiener get chopped off this movie. That's all I want. And they gave. So that's him.
2: what. That's what Art wrote on the window, right? I think blood. Uh, yeah. I
1: think, I think he did. Yeah. There's a little bit of that. Uh. Silent humor. you had to write something oh, down. For that was the only thing he said the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah, wrote, "I just, just want to see one penis
0: get cut off in this film." <laughs>
1: But uh, I liked him in it. <laughs> he's a nice relief I, from everybody else. Seth, take us
3: home. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I agree with everybody else. He was, you know, he's almost like you You, you typecast in <laughs> Sh- into a movie. This is a fun guy. You know, he's fucked up a little bit. and But he did show concern. And, he, you know, he did, you know, sort of have a human side to it. And yeah, I was not real. Yeah, when he got killed. Oh, fuck. That happened right now, too. (laughs) When he gets killed, that does not look good. Because it's another thing. Now, I'm not going to even get into this. But like I said, (laughs) I hunt animals and I butcher animals. Some of the stuff. I cut animals' looks off. a little too fucking real. It's like they study anatomy. But yeah, the poor fucker dies a bad, a bad way. Yeah. Although I'd rather take that than getting sawed in half. (laughs) I could imagine. But I'm still on the acid in the face and getting bludgeoned to death. That's still the one I'd take. An axe to the face, you said? No, the acid to the face and bludgeoned to death.
0: Oh, gotcha, gotcha.
3: It's pretty quick.
0: Yeah, I mean, better than some, worse than others. Yeah. Okay, our last character on the list here is Victoria Hayes. Victoria is mentioned in the story as having a meltdown and mutilating controversial talk show host Monica Brown. Her character adds an element of chaos to the narrative. Uh, Victoria is the survivor from the first film, right? Yep. Yeah.
3: Um, That's what I got. She looks her. like she was attacked by an ape. That's exactly what they made it like. I mean, seriously, when they showed the first time, I was like, "That looks like an victim or a chimpanzee." Yeah. Chimpanzees? No, they rip your fucking face off, dude. Man, you'd rather have a fucking art the clown. You can fight him a chimpanzee, he'd rip your arms off and fucking eat genitals to tear your toes off.
2: Maybe, maybe he's part chimp.
0: That's what we talked about in the first episode. Ke- Keller brought that up. That's what they do. He was convinced that Art was was part chimp because he kept like showing his teeth and smiling after everything.
3: <laughs> and he was eating. chimp does off. half half. He food. was eating no. fingers off that
2: off that kid when he woke up, wasn't he? He was chewing on his ankle. Yeah.
3: Well, no, he was chewing on his hand first. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, I think so. He tried crawling away and then he went to the ankle.
0: Maybe he
2: is. Chimpanzee. Maybe he is. The monkey king. We, but we do know that he's a skinny, pale guy when he went to wash his outfit at the laundromat. so That's just a shaved chimp. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, that guy looked like he had zero muscle that's, on his body.
3: That's <laughs> just a shaved Shaved albino chimp. <laughs> they happen. It happens in nature. For okay, so for
1: some reason <laughs> they get reason, shaved.
3: <laughs> yeah, they just lose their hair. Maybe he has alpecia. Shut up! Don't <laughs> bring it up. You're gonna piss off Jada the pig Smith. Uh,
0: Seth, for some reason, I feel like on like your top, your scale of like top five, like fears for some reason I've always thought that like a chimpanzee attack is is on that list oh fuck yeah monkeys
3: (laughs) are fucked up little things you don't know that they're little little human beings and they're like you got iPhones yeah how is it like you asshole I want what you have they'll rip your face off (laughs) they're like yeah I'm not that far behind you I can figure out how to do this shit I'm gonna tear your generals off. <laughs> they are fucking vicious motherfuckers. So I'm guess you'll never have a pet one. Monkey? Yeah. Not unless I win the lottery. Then you know what you never know. <laughs> okay. Well, um anyway I might want a Michael Jackson. I don't know. Oh, get the chimps, get the giraffe, get the Oh, I'll stop there. That just so, was going in a bad direction.
0: So obviously to talk a little bit more about Victoria, she has a sense of supernaturalness to her. Um she's obviously grotesque and hard to look at and then that that's the, the post credit scene where Chris Jarrett goes in it and for a brief moment, but she's
3: like oh, smearing God. blood everywhere. That was, that was hard. That like, was, come on. that to me, that was the hardest one in the whole movie. Really? Yes,
2: honestly.
3: Her sitting there in the blood and writing and then having a head. So did she give birth to that head? That's what I'm figuring. Yeah. I'm sure what do what you... it, I don't know what the other boys think, but that's what it seems like to me. Yeah, what do <laughs> y'all think? They definitely insinuated that
2: yeah well,
1: I mean what so yeah I mean maybe they'd have to explain actually I'm I'm almost positive they won't explain why she gave birth to his head in the in the sequel to it but I feel like they need to kind of elaborate more on like what the connection is between him mutilating her and then her giving birth to him
3: yeah it's like, like when this victim lived and then was sort of almost a part because her eyes glowed at the end
2: and stuff too. Yeah. It's- now did this did this kind of depict that number part one and part two were like right in continu- you know a continuation because weren't they kind of listening to talking about that interviewer that got attacked by that by <clears throat> Victoria and they were discussing her injuries so yeah yeah i think so so it wasn't gone too long no well fellas that's it that's that's
0: the entire character list we made it through um all of it so up next our next section are the key scenes so i just have like five or six of those that we can go through obviously if if it's something that we kind of discussed in and with some of the characters, we probably don't need to elaborate too much, but um, uh, we'll just expand on some of the conversations uh, that are brought about from these key scenes. So let's start with number one, Art's resurrection and brutal coronal uh, murder. The film opens with a shocking scene of Art the Clown being resurrected by an unknown entity following the Miles County massacre. In a gruesome and violent act, he murders the coroner, who's investigating his body using a hammer to commit the brutal deed this scene sets the tone for the film's unrelenting horror yeah we didn't even mention the coroner's death that was pretty bad too right guys
1: yeah he definitely uh that yeah, I was gonna say that that for sure set the tone for the movie where they started off with you know gouging his eye out and just going <laughs> over the top not just killing actually I think torturing in a way mm-hmm
0: yeah and i have a question for you guys because you know he, he he took his eye out and then you know he didn't have an eye and he then he put, put in. the eye in so is that how he got his eye back or like how, how does that work
3: i don't think he actually really got his eye back because if you remember the little girl when she walked up to him like put her finger on that eye and was like rolling it around so I think he just put it in so there's something in his socket. Okay. But then later in the movie, it did seem like
2: he had another eye. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Well, I thought he was. Yeah. I thought he was using that eye. Like he took the guy's eye and put it in his own head.
1: I think they forgot that they did that because it seemed like they <laughs> went back to him having the same two eyes later on. Yeah.
3: Oh, he also took the brain out of the dude, didn't he? Didn't he crack his skull open and take the brain out? Uh,
1: yeah. I I actually can't remember that. You just watched it, didn't you?
2: Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's (laughs) pretty. Yeah, I I believe he did.
3: He ble—he beat him with the hammer. Which I was like, "Well, that's not a big hammer. How are you doing that?" But he beat him with the hammer. And then he, like, grabbed his skull and split in half and pulled his brain out. And then, yeah. uh, like, well, what's he doing? With-? I didn't know if maybe he was, like, Frankenstein shit, and if something was damaged, he could put something in.
0: Well, yeah, because he got shot in the head, so... Right. I was thinking that maybe he put it in for his, like, own brain or something.
3: Yeah, that's, that's what I was wondering right away. It's, okay, so can he just take things from other people and...
2: Replace what's damaged to his. He's like Jeepers Creepers. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Needs to replace a body part. He just takes it from someone else.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously, I mean, I, Taylor, you didn't see the first one, but yeah. the beginning of this film is a straight continuation from the ending of the of the first one. So, yeah, same uh, coroner's office um, or, or morgue, I should say. And, uh, yeah, so it really just begins where the last one left off, which I thought was a, a pretty good move. All right, let's move on to the next, uh, scene here. We kind of talked about this one, but I do think it's kind of, um, uh, a key scene. So after his resurrection, Art the Clown visits a laundromat to clean his blood-soaked garments. It's here that he encounters the little pale girl, a mysterious and sinister entity in similar clown attire. To the horror of a lone patron, Art interacts with a girl who is invisible to him before ruthlessly killing the unsuspecting vi- witness. So yeah, that's kind of true. He, he was kind of... Everyone okay?
2: <laughs> Ooh, sorry, that's me. Uh,
0: he was very much standoffish and like confused with her... At first, and then he was like playing <laughs> patty she cake her pants <laughs> well, no definitely like I mean, he was still kind of like unsure about her, and then it was like when she was poking his eye socket and like playing patty cake, and that's kind of when
1: he uh
3: went on and he liked her or whatever
1: he's like she's got the same brain level <laughs> as me,
2: yeah.
3: But oh, hey, Taylor, well, so you Taylor has said, you know, it's almost like it was an entity or a, a something sort of saying, hey, I'm here and I'm telling you what to do sort of thing.
1: That's what it felt like to me, but she wasn't involved in the first movie. so No, I don't know. not at
3: all. Well, so that Matt, true. was she one of the victims in the first movie? Not in the first
0: movie, but she is one of
3: his victims. She's one of his
0: first victims. Yep. And then,
1: like, mini-series or the shorts they had or whatever?
0: And I haven't seen that, so possibly.
1: Interesting.
0: But, Taylor, I wanted to ask you this. So, you know the guy who's, like, sleeping in the laundromat? Yeah. And when he, like, woke up, he was, like, he was, like, rubbing his eyes. He's like, why? Like, what am I seeing? For some reason, I couldn't stop thinking that, like, about you, like, in that
1: situation. (laughs) (laughs) like i'd be like drunk and woke up or what
0: yeah like you'd be like it doesn't have to be a laundromat you'd just be like somewhere and you'd be like pass out drunk you'd like wake up and like you see this like half naked man in like a clown costume smeared in blood playing patty cake like with an invisible force like what what are you thinking at that point oh
1: yeah i'd be so scared (laughs) i would not be i probably wouldn't be like um all my clothes would be there so i couldn't leave
0: would you just pretend to fall back asleep? Probably go and play.
1: I would. Uh, I would. Yeah, I would pretend to be asleep. I would keep my eyes slightly squinted open. <laughs> and he wasn't
3: guy. in a bug covered uniform when he woke up. He was naked. Yeah, with just yeah. His cloud shoes on, and his I mask, mean, of course.
1: I would be. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. I think that would be like the most scared i would ever been. If I saw a naked man that looked like that, like playing kick in the air, I'd be like I would just think, yeah, this guy's probably a me.
3: One of my brothers or sisters to say, I don't know where I'm at. You need to help me right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that that part was funny, where he's like, like how did how
3: would he have gotten there? I don't know where I am.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that well, was hilarious.
3: You got a you got a mop stick for
0: it. Yeah. That was an off-screen death, so that was yep. uh, interesting. Um, okay, let's move on to the next uh, the next scene here. So it's Sienna's nightmare and Halloween preparation. So the film introduces Sienna Shaw, the teenager who's been having nightmares about Arthur Clown. Uh, she's preparing for Halloween, putting the finishing touches to her angel warrior costume, which was designed by her late father. The scene reveals Sienna's emotional struggle as she deals with her father's recent passing and her determination to create a meaningful costume so i think in this key scene let's kind of unpack yeah that connection that she has to the to the uh the costume the sword and um also the the nightmare su- sequence because i don't think we really talked too much um about that so yeah taylor why don't you what would you do taylor if that was an, a nightmare that you were having
1: uh, where i'm in that uh circus or not circus that uh like, TV commercial yeah, thing? Yeah, t- TV commercial. That, I mean, that's pretty reminiscent of a lot of nightmares I've had. <laughs> I mean, there's so many times I've been stuck in situations where I'm just, like, being tortured by these things. Or I'm, like, stuck in this area where everybody's insane. And I just can't get out of it. And it feels like it's so real. Uh, I probably would have, as soon as, I mean, when he's, like, shooting at everybody... I probably would have uh, tried to like fly away or something. <laughs> you like close your eyes, learn how to fly, learn how to fly. How to fly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, trying to jump in the air or something. I feel like I can just fly.
3: Dear, dear oh. God, give me wings so I can fly, fall, fall, fall over here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: like Why would you say it like that, Seth? <laughs> 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 am the force go. Oh, what the fuck? I will to fly away. <laughs> <laughs> I hear Superman music again. <laughs> it's fight- sounds like fucking Sloth. <laughs> what the fuck?
1: Fight or flight. What's that? It's, yeah, it's, it's fight or flights. I mean, you got to grow some wings and fly the hell out of there. You got to try to fight this guy that just gunned down everybody.
3: I got to ask you a question now. This will say a lot about you. What kind of wings do you have when you fly? Well,
1: it would, I, well for me, it wouldn't actually be wings because any time I've ever flown in a dream, it's like I'm uh, pushing off the ground. But if I had wings, they'd probably be like beautiful uh, angel wings, like a cherub.
3: Angel wings? That cool. <laughs> <laughs> i'd be like true. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord almighty lord almighty that's
0: awesome taylor that was that was great <laughs> donnie you haven't really shared your thoughts on uh on the nightmare sequence Do you have anything to add to that
2: um i, I guess i know where taylor's coming from i've been in dreams where it seems like yeah you're trying to get somewhere and you just can't get out of where you're at and or you can't figure out what the hell's going on and can kind of just like, uh, we said earlier in the podcast that, you know, she really did show good acting of just confusion, but fear and just uncertainty of what's going on. And yeah, I don't know. I would, uh, I've had some dreams where it seems about that same, not where I get all shot up. Thank goodness. I've never been in any of those, but, just that, you know, just disoriented and mm-hmm. not a fun, fun feeling.
3: Ah, peace God.
2: <laughs> Seth, what?
3: <laughs> well, I guess on that, I guess I would say, I don't know. I, I don't remember a lot of my dreams, but when I do, they're they're quite vivid. Uh, but I've never been able to fly in my dreams. If I move or if you're, like, in something where you're in a fight or something, you're slow as hell. Uh, if I fly, I do have flying dreams, but I always fall and hit the earth. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Those are falling <laughs> dreams. not joking. <laughs> falling <yeah. laughs> That's not flying, that's falling. <laughs> it's like
3: it's like a takeoff. And this is cool, but it takes so much energy pretty soon you're like Oh god it's like running. You can only run so far, I can only fly so damn far. <laughs> <laughs> and I end up crashing into the ground, okay? So you're like you're like, this is fun. <laughs> oh shit, oh shit. Yeah, pretty much. Well at least you- I'm realistic.
2: Do you actually hit the ground? Yeah. That's not good. You're, always you're not ro- supposed to. I'm alive,
3: <laughs> for, but I'm always worried that I fucked my grill up. <laughs> what? Your grill. <laughs> my teeth.
2: Well, yeah. <laughs> I would think your teeth uh, are now in your ass, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, so like...
0: My teeth. <laughs> So, as you're falling, Seth, you're like covering your mouth, like, no, my bookie, I don't want to hurt my teeth. Yes. What?
2: You you don't want to be ugly. (laughs) Well, with that $10 million, you can fix that too.
3: Well, that's only if I let myself have an arm cut off and my
2: (laughs) scalp and your kidney.
3: And a kidney. (laughs) okay (laughs) let's move let's move on to
0: the next one here (laughs) let's go to the next avenue here so the costume shop encounter is my next key scene so on halloween night sienna and her friend ally go to a costume shop to buy replacement wings for sienna's costume because in the nightmare sequence the wings uh start on fire uh it's in the shop that they encounter arthur clown once again Art's visit to the shop leads to a violent and deadly confrontation with the shop vendor setting off a series of gruesome uh, events. Yeah, we kinda talked about this uh a little bit where Art's being a little more goofy with with Allie. Playful. And, get, yeah, playful with I love uh, I love Sienna. that. Theme. If
3: yeah, if why, I, don't you, if why don't, don't start you start this into one it, out and... just I apologize, but just all the different sunglasses, all the different mannerisms and, and again not saying a word, being completely quiet, uh, coming up with the horn and everything, I, I thought it was great fucking scene. I loved our what I did. I love because do you know, because at this point no one's been killed really that anybody knows of. Yeah. So, you know, there's no reason to be scared. They just like, oh, another weirdo wearing that damn costume. But right. when he has them boggle eye glasses on and they're going up and down, I, I just thought it was a good part of humor in a movie that could use a little humor, I guess.
1: Did you like the part where he was uh, took the change
3: out to pay? Oh, yeah. I knew something was going down. Mm-hmm. I love the shop owners like
0: response. He's like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) (laughs) He's so
3: annoyed with him. Dude, can you pay for this or not?
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, like Seth said with him, with all the different uh, gadgets, apparatus, all that stuff, I thought it made him more, you know, more like a clown than ever, you know, like mimes walking around the street just annoying people. You know, doing their little shticks and you have lot messing of- with them. And, you know, that's kind of what clowns do, you know. They like kind of, and that's what, you know, kind of was an interesting turn with him. For sure.
3: You got a lot of mimes in mine out north, or Bismarck, North Dakota?
2: Not anymore. <laughs> Donnie took care of them. <laughs> we still got to do some digging. I know. We. Got, I don't know if I want to anymore. The mimes are in a box. <laughs> They're literally in a box. You and
3: I will end up in there if we keep bringing this up. I know,
0: Taylor. Do you have anything to anything to add? I was I was going to ask you, just because I know that you worked like in the banking industry and some customer service. Like, what, like, what would you do if you had a dude like that? like it's the end of your shift you're just like trying to go home and this fucking guy is just being a nuisance
1: i would uh well i I would think that as soon as he was kind of harassing that girl and doing all that i would say all right man you gotta just get out of here i I I wouldn't be like constantly going come on man (laughs) i would at first i would probably be like can you please just wait your turn But yeah, at a certain point, I go, okay, dude, you need to, you need to go. And then I would probably have to, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust letting that girl walk out on her own after that, like that guy behind her.
3: Right. No shit.
1: I mean, the way he's following her and eyeing her up. So, I mean, that guy was, was. he was obviously getting annoyed. I mean, like anybody would, but he was letting it go on for a while
3: that's when you walk around the counter with a damn stick, a big stick and you go, motherfucker, get the hell out of here.
1: Pull his pants down starts spanking the shit out of him.
3: No, you just smack the fuck out of some bitch. We don't play them games around here. We play baseball here. <laughs> well, yeah, but then it wouldn't be good because then he'd probably get up and kill me anyway. <laughs> I want to be good
0: No. well yeah no those are those are good points boys. all right let's move on to the next one here so uh, the terrifier haunted attraction showdown so the the film's climax takes place at the terrifier haunted attraction located at, located at a defunct carnival. Sienna is lured there by a phone call she believes to be from her brother Jonathan. Once at the attraction, she faces Art the Clown in a terrifying showdown. Art kills several characters, including Sienna's friends, uh, Brooke, and chases her in another uh, character around through the haunted attraction. The scene is filled with suspense and violence as the characters fight for their lives. Now, okay. I mean, this was I mean a great scene that like I love the the setting and the tone, but I think a lot of this stuff could have been cut out so it wasn't two hours and 20 minutes long yeah
2: yeah what
0: are your what are your guys's like thoughts because i kind of feel like <laughs> i i kind of feel like i mean yeah it was it was like a, a haunted house where they're like running around and and almost like in a maze of some sort
1: i like that it wouldn't i mean they were in that uh carnival area, I mean, I was thinking about if I was in that situation, how scary it would be running through that away from an actual killer. Mm -hmm. So it was an interesting final showdown spot, but yeah, they were in there forever.
2: Yeah. Like an hour. That's what it felt like. At least. They could have cut back on the bedroom stuff, bedroom uh, (laughs) torture and had, you know, more of this. It definitely. <clears throat> you ever, Matt? Have you ever seen the movie Funhouse?
0: Yes, I want to. I want to actually uh, review it on the
2: podcast. Yeah. I, wanted, I mean, I that's will, what not, it kind of a little reminded me because you're walking no, around, it's dark, and yes, and
0: not to go on creepy. a or anything, but that is a film <laughs> that I watched when I was way too young, and it terrified the hell out of me. It.
3: Yeah, we got to cover that on this podcast. Did you ever see that, Seth? No, but I guarantee I will now. <laughs> I guess I'm doing it now. No, I I don't know. I'm desensitized this shit.
0: Yeah, did, did you think that this, this scene, like the climax scene, went on for a little too long?
3: Climax scene. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? Which one? L-
0: like the final confrontation. Her and Art?
3: Yeah, like the entire thing when they get to the carnival. Well, again, I will bring up, it's the first time I've seen somebody get boot-fucked by clown shoes. <laughs> That's a pretty damn joke. Waka waka. Yeah, okay. And actually, okay, I'm watching it right now. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's let's she move on. Got to the... kicked in the face harder than hell.
0: <laughs> yeah, she got fucked up.
3: Yeah. Let's move on.
0: Let's move on to the final key scene then. Okay, um, this is kind of an extension of of the haunted attraction showdown, but it's the final battle and more so Sienna's mysterious resurrection. So Sienna, Jonathan, Art engage in a brutal final battle. Despite multiple attempts to kill art, which was that's interesting, we should talk about that. He keeps coming back to life. In a surprising twist, Sienna is mysteriously resurrected by her father's sword, which it which she wields to finally decapitate art. The scene is in a is a culmination of the film's tension and gore with a surprising supernatural element. So uh Yeah, like I mean Art was getting fucked up the entire time at the end too. And like I mean he might go down, but he was like getting up, back up, right away. And, um yeah, it definitely seemed different from from the first film. Like, almost like he had, like, more power to him or something. I don't know. Uh, Donnie, what would you think?
2: Yeah, they almost uh, used the old Michael Myers and Jason, you know, where you'd think you got him, and then here they come back at you. And it's like, what's it going to take? And that's what I kept yelling, cut his head off. <laughs> so... And I, it off. I guess that's what it took. I guess, uh, Taylor. Uh, yeah. The
1: like Donnie was saying, it. They just need to. It's one of those times where it's like, obviously, they, he's going to come back. Like they're off screen. He didn't. Uh, he's survived a severe beating before. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, he came back from the morgue and he killed that guy so obviously you're going to have to do something drastic and it was yeah that that whole thing I I really did not like that ending that much I mean because he was just the way he was just kind of playing with them and everything instead of actually killing them and then it was almost like he wanted them to kill him or something like it was fulfilling destiny or or whatever because he was just whipping them and kicking And then she comes back and there's magic involved somehow with the sword. And it starts glowing and I'm going, okay, what the hell's going on here now? Right. So that whole ending just really left things on a weird note. Sethry?
3: Yeah, I'm sort of with Taylor on this. I was sort of confused. Uh, I mean, her being killed, and then, you know, going down. And she was in the, like, almost like a escape artist tank, water tank. And then she was, I don't know, resurrected by the sword when he finally killed her and threw her down. And we knew the sword had some sort of relevance because It's the only thing that didn't burn of her whole character that she was making, which was what she was through the last part of the the movie. And I don't know. It just all right. She came back. She had the sword, and then all of a sudden, you know, it's like it's like Art was asking her. Yes, do this, because he knew if if it happened a different way, maybe not. But if it happens this way, I know I can come back. It's almost sort of what I got from it when he... Because he sat there and he smiled and he gave her, gave her his neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know. It's almost like Art was at the point where he's like, well, I guess... You know, you know, I killed enough people. They got me at this point. My back's against the wall. I guess I'll take what I need to take in order to come back again. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, definitely. Those are all great points. Uh, he Obi won it. This yeah. is your destiny. He Obi Wan Kenobi did. Yep, he said, he You'll strike me down and I will become even more powerful. <laughs> <laughs> fellas, that Part is three. The end.
0: fellas that is the end of our key scenes list so we're officially done with the character list and now the key scenes list we are now on the home stretch of the podcast so in the next section let's talk about comparing this film to other to other films in the genre or maybe some influences it might have had on other films we've watched or vice versa um yeah i think i can just say from the last time um we record an episode on the original i mean obviously there are elements of i mean donnie mentioned michael myers and and jason Voorhees uh in this but as far as like comparing it to other films i mean beyond that i can't really think of anything recently that's come out that i could compare this to can you guys
1: uh, yeah not really i mean the only thing i could think of is that uh Winnie the Pooh movie where they didn't talk. Yeah. The villains didn't talk the whole time, and they just brutalized everybody they fought. Now is that something you guys
2: don't recommend? Is that movie? Yeah, yeah that one was, that.
1: That's like if Terrifier had zero plot at all or any no. acting. It looks like yeah, it was made so. by a guy that was like, uh, he he got his first camera and he's mm-hmm. like, hey, let's make a movie.
2: Mm. Yep. Well, that's Taylor what Seth Grace. would do with $250,000. He'd get a camera and find a girl and make a movie. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. well, a willing girl. I yeah. Hope so. uh,
3: no, that ain't
1: happening. <laughs> <laughs> to what <one> part? She
3: ain't gonna be willing. <laughs> no, honestly, uh, the terrifying. I do see... Similarities between him, and say Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers—you know—just somehow you're just an entity that, no matter what happens, you will find a way to come back. Mm-hmm. And I—I yeah. I mean, I did—I did actually enjoy this movie. I mean, there are disturbing parts of it, but. I didn't mind it at all, I thought it was better in the first personally mm. okay. uh, the first to me was just too much just brutality for brutality's sake, and this yeah, they fell okay. overboard with trying to spend an hour with the characters and what you're supposed to think of them, and thereby you know they did dive a little too deep into that. If they would have cut a half hour out of that, I think this would have been a a wonderful, wonderful movie.
0: Yeah, I mean that that's kind of leading me into the next uh, the next section here.
2: <laughs> um, Donnie, did you want to add anything, or you good? No, uh yeah, I I was gonna say he kind of reminds me a little bit of Leatherface. Mm. Because I think of all the other, you know, Jason, Michael, they just killed people. Sometimes they were kind of not the, you know, like getting thrown on an electric board and shocked. But they were, you know, I mean, Leatherface kind of toyed and, you know, hung on a hook and then he'd take their skins. And I mean, I'm like, if they want to make another pretty brutal looking movie, they could do another one with Leatherface and really go for the go for broke. So. I guess that's a little what I would compare art a little bit to just that style of brutality and I'll you know, kinda of enjoying it as well.
3: I just thought it's something that I've noticed throughout this movie and I made a point that I wanted to talk about it. Okay. Do you notice that art never uses the same weapon twice to kill a person? Never once. And to his to his death. Yeah when he stabs our lead character with her sword he drops it there he never kills anybody with the same weapon twice he always comes up with something new gotta keep it didn't, fresh. He, didn't he use the acid twice Nope. just the one time
2: he's got, got a whole baby <laughs> trick
3: he injected the, the he injected the boy with uh something. But the boy knocked him out. If it was
2: asked, Jonathan, it was
3: killed. So yeah. I mean, I don't think art ever has used the same weapon twice to kill a person.
2: It takes the fun out of it. Well, we should check, got... check both movies and make sure. He's got a big bag of tricks, so mm, pretty much so. Walk a walka walk.
0: Okay, fellas, so yeah, but those are all great points. I think that leads us into our uh, final thoughts and recommendations. So in this section, we'll just summarize our thoughts on the film, and then we'll give a rating and whether or whether or not we recommend the movie.
2: So I, hey, I can lead Hey, Matt. Yeah. I apologize to interrupt you, but we never did. It just came to me. We never did talk about, you know, the mom seeing the daughter in the bedroom but then he goes down to the front door to meet the trick or treaters with her, her the mother's head. Oh yeah, that is a scene we forgot to mention. And then the kids are grabbing their candy, and they're like, Ew, it's sticky!" She's like, "Oh, that's just the fake blood." And, uh, that mm-hmm. was pretty uh, nasty.
0: And then he slaps the other kid's hand for trying to take another piece of candy. <laughs> yeah. a, a chubby kid. Fat that's or chubby?
3: One, you're lucky you don't get an apple. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, that was a great scene. Um, sorry. Yeah, but I, I, no, no worries. I, I can lead us off here in the final thoughts and recommendations. So, yeah, I mean, like, I would say I liked the film. Um, I liked that we got a little more world building in this one. Um, we weren't in just in like one location like the first film. Uh, what well, mostly, but uh. I mean, it's a hard watch though, and I, I mentioned that before. So I don't think I'll f- like. To be honest with you guys, like the first time watching this, I was like excited because there was a lot of hype behind it um, in the media, so I was excited. But like the second time through to watch it for the podcast, I really wasn't that excited because I already see I've already seen everything. It wasn't new to me, and I knew that it was a brutal film and disturbing film uh, to get through. So it actually took me like two nights to to end up watching it because I like watched it an hour and hour and 15 minutes each. We just um,
3: one more scene there, bud. Well, hold on a second. <laughs> so <clears throat> as
0: far as uh, a rating system, I'd probably go with uh, hmm. clown horns out of 10 clown horns. I'd probably give this a five out of 10 clown horns. And this is, this is not just like in horror horror, movies for gent in general, but like probably more of like it's like subgenre of like low budget horror slasher torturous type stuff. Um I would not recommend this to a regular horror fan though. Uh Donnie, you want to go next? Uh
2: I am like right there with you. Like I said, I, I thought about trying to watch it a second time and I just really didn't want to or couldn't. And who knows if maybe a couple weeks from now or maybe next year I may try to watch it again. Um, but yeah, like you said, I, I guess that rating sounds about right. I'd probably give it about a five as well. And I, I don't think I would really recommend it to just your average horror fan. Uh, Taylor? I would... um
1: I think if it were a shorter movie, I could give it a better rating. But just knowing how long it is, it does get hard to sit through all of it. You're just kind of waiting for it to be done. So I would give it a... I think for its genre that it's in, I mean, I guess I would give it six clown horns. Because it, it's not like terrible. And it's, it's gruesome. And if that's what you're looking for, you'll definitely have a harder time finding a movie that would be uh, more in-depth with... The killings in this one, but just the length alone knocks it down a couple ratings, I think, for me. And the uh, the dialogue and acting is kind of bad to some people. Mm-hmm. What you're going to find like almost any horror movie that's not. So, would you high. recommend it? Uh, no, I can't really think of anybody I'd recommend it to. Yep,
2: okay.
1: uh, Seth
3: Rie. Uh. I guess I agree, with Taylor. I I would give this a scale of horn. Uh I mean, it's it's long. That's the biggest <laughs> thing is it's long. Otherwise, I really liked it. Uh, would I recommend it to people? I would recommend it to people that watch horror. People that are just looking to watch a movie for the night with somebody i don't think it's probably gonna be your schnick but good point uh i honestly i really enjoyed this movie
0: nice that's awesome
3: um what was that scene that you mentioned we missed where she has a thing with the girl that comes up, and she grabs her head, and she sees her mother's head being blown off in her death,
1: and learns she's dead. And she goes back into the home, or? Yeah. Oh, the main girl?
3: Yeah. Wonderful. Oh. Would that be traumatizing to you? <laughs> Well, fuck yeah, wouldn't that be traumatizing to you? Yeah, a little bit.
1: I mean better better to walk in on that than uh that that mom walking in on her da-
3: daughter. Well that's when you go Superman on somebody. Superman Superman That's when you just go Superman on somebody. <laughs> I was gonna say the the scene you know, where medieval
2: you do things with them
3: that they didn't even think of.
2: I was going to mention the scene where, where uh, Jonathan's walking in the school, and here he comes across Art and the girl with that possum. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And then he's ripping it. That's where I was about ready to throw my cookies. I just can't. I mean, that. right when he started ripping out that stuff, I knew what they were going to do, and I'm like, I can't watch this. I was like, I need some pizza rolls. <laughs> I'm like he had a thing about like Dindy in the mother's face like shove like some paper like he had a thing about stuffing <laughs> ah, things did. into people's body parts <laughs> <laughs> or pouring and then rubbing salt in that girl and
3: well yeah he's a mean motherfucker,
2: yeah,
0: yeah he's brutal he's he's terrifying he's a terrifier he's terrifying. <laughs> Well, boys, that brings us to the end of this episode. I had so much fun doing with doing this with you. Um, I just want to thank all my listeners uh, for tuning in, Um, my loyal listeners and people that are new coming across the film room. Um, I hope you're enjoying this content. this This month of October has been so much fun. I think last year we did one or two episodes. I don't. Yeah, maybe we only did one. This October, we did four total episodes. It was a lot of work, but it was a lot of fun to talk with all of you. Um, and, uh, we, yeah, we did a bunch of different films that I felt like w- weren't very uh, similar. So it's been a great time. I hope all the listeners are are enjoying this. Um, if you want more content from the film room, I highly suggest that you pop on over to our social media accounts. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Um, we're pretty active on TikTok. We have a bunch of uh, uh, videos on there, so I I put like our highlight clips of certain episodes on there, and I try to link to the podcast. Um, so head on over to those if you want more uh, content from the film room or just like general information. And if you'd like to support the show, you can head over on to head on over to Patreon.com/backslash the film room horror, where we have a bunch of different content. Uh, coming out you get early access to episodes so that's probably around uh 24 hours before i re- release it to like apple Podcasts and spotify um i have uh written blogs movie reviews um patreon exclusive episodes i'm working on a halloween fan script right now i'm about 20 pages in um i'm hoping to get probably finish up like 30 to 35 pages of it and then publish that first section to patreon so if you're interested in reading that head on over there and here's the kicker folks it's one dollar a month one dollar per month that's as little as it costs that's the first tier that you can get to unlock exclusive access so like i said it's not required but it's very much appreciated if you want to support the show now other ways that you can help the show out is to leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you're listening to this podcast. That is the greatest way to promote the show and help the show grow and reach new listeners. Alright, boys. Like I said, this has been an amazing time. Um, did you guys enjoy this episode?
1: Yeah, it was pretty fun.
2: Yeah, yeah I think it went well. I think we all didn't step on each other's toes too bad. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it was a great time. So
0: yeah, we'll have to talk about, uh, some, some, some new ones to, to cook up for the, for the winter time. I honestly haven't been thinking that far ahead just because I've had so many of these going on in the month of October that I haven't even built out a schedule for November
2: or December, but I'm sure we'll, we'll get some stuff out there. So, uh, So Matt, who did you talk to about the fun house? Did you and um... I haven't talked to anybody about that? Oh, that's just that's just been on a on.
0: I have a list of movie ideas, so that's that's on my list. So yeah, if you wanna you 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 wanna take team that with me, let's do it. Okay,
2: I do that one. So yeah, no. no, Oh,
3: go
0: ahead.
2: I was gonna say we talked about Alien. Was that one that Keller was kind of interested in too, or? Oh yeah, definitely. Keller is a huge fan of the Alien
0: franchise, so I think he'd wanna he'd wanna be a part of that.
2: Because um, I think what one did you and Seth were talking about, the Fourth Kind. Oh, that's right. That's we'll right. have to
0: we'll have to schedule this stuff out and see what we wanna what we wanna do in the future. But yeah, a lot of planning to. I mean, I'm excited. This I think this episode officially is like my 27th or 28th. Oh, I got a pretty pretty big library of episodes. Uh, yeah. put
2: together already. Considering most of them are at least an hour and a half. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, like I said, a great time
0: with you fellas. Um, I think that's. I think it's time to sign off. So,
1: until next time. I'll- See you later. Thanks for having us. Yep, see
2: you guys. Yep.